0: Okay, so we are now on Yud Bet, Amud Bet, towards the bottom of the Amud, uh, and we, well, more like, I guess, half, just three, two-thirds of the way, and we discussed, uh, the question was by Bilam, the parish of Balak, with the, the blessings that uh, Bilam gives, uh, that Bilam lands of giving the Jewish people, uh, that that should be in the Shema. And they considered it, and people wanted to do it. Uh, that was after the discussion of how we should have the, we should mention the Ten Commandments each in Shakrit. Um and we decided against mentioning the Ten Commandments because of a minim because the heretics would say that this is the the real, most important part of the Torah. the rest is less important, and that 's not true um, and uh, and it all comes stemmed from the discussion of what the kwanim did. Uh, with their, what they davened in the morning in the Beit Hamikdash. So once we we mentioned the parish of Bilam being added to the to the Shema, um, and the real reason uh, why is because of this pasuk. If you look, uh, it says ki kra kra shachav kaari uchalavi It's got the word shachav from shochbacha yekimenu uvekumecha. So meaning talks about when you lie down and when you get up and because of that connection um, they thought to put it into the Shema the question about tzitzit which we are about to deal with now is that it doesn't say yet it's a parasha of the Shema it's one of the three parashiyot and the question is why so why is the third paragraph of the Shema in the Shema when it doesn't mention it doesn't mention Shema but it does mention Five other things, and that's what the Gemara is going to discuss. Pasha Tzitzit. The Pasha of Tzitzit. Mm-hmm. For what reason did they fix it in the Shema? Because it's got five things in it. Mitzvah Tzitzit. The Mitzvah of Tzitzit. We're going to bring Psukim to show you in the um, in the Shema where it says it. The Mitzvah of Tzitzit, firstly. Yetziat Mitzrayim, secondly. All mitzvot, except in the yoke of heaven, Vedat Minim, uh, that's a, a heretical opinions, Hirura Veira, um, which are thoughts of sin, Vehirur Avodazora, and thoughts of uh, following idol worship. Now, you guys are very clever, and I'm sure you guys could count as well, that we said there are five things mentioned in the Shema in of the Parashat Tzitzit that make us one who put it into the a daily mention of Shema um, and we mentioned six things Um so just on that there are two answers I saw the one is that Dat Minim heretical opinions uh, and Hiroa or and thoughts of idolatry could be considered the same one so even though it's mentioned it's almost like this concept of heresy or, or, or vodazora is mentioned twice in the Shema, uh, in the third paragraph of the Shema. Um, but it's really five things. Or if you another answer, if you remember, we asked. But if if the concept of Yitzias Mitzrayim is the is the pasuk Bar Bilam that we should enter, we should put it as a third paragraph or a paragraph of the Shema. There's other uh, paragraphs in the Torah that have. the the concept of coming out of Egypt in it. So what the Gomorrah is saying is there's obviously we have to have the third paragraph explaining the coming out of Egypt, but as opposed to other parashiyot which also include coming out of Egypt, this parasha, the Shema of the the third paragraph of the Shema, parasha it, has another five. So therefore what they're saying is it's not six, it's either five because two of them are considered one, or there are there are the the basic one is Yitzchus Rhyme, but there's also five others. So let's see this in inside Bishlo Mahanitlat um, Meparshan Miparshan. It's reasonable to understand that we have the three um, three that are explicit Meparshan. They three things that are clear in the Psukim. All mitzvot. The yoke of heaven, accepting the yoke of heaven upon you. You should see the tzitzit uzchartem and remember a mitzvot Hashem and remember the, all the mitzvot of Hashem and accept upon yourself the yoke of heaven. Tzitzit, dichtiv asulem tzitzit, as it says, you should make yourself tzitzit ve'gomer yatziat misraim the coming of Egypt. ashot asher that Hashem took us out of Egypt so those three are clear that they are mentioned in the tzit, in the part of tzitzit but what about the others where do we see those in the shema in the third paragraph of tzitzit the tanya as it says in the brighter when it says that you shouldn't follow after your hearts this is um heresy the, meaning the heart is the place of belief and if you follow your heart for Things that are wrong—that is um, where a referral to uh, heretical opinions is in the Shema, or in the third paragraph in in Parsha it? Omer, and it says uh, in the pasuk, Amar bo, the disgusting one says in his heart, Ain Elohim achar. The one he says in his heart, where does he say it? He says it in his heart. Ain Elohim there's no god so what is where does the heresy come from it acts from your heart that's where it's mentioned in the parasha after your eyes this is the the mentioning in the in the third paragraph about uh having thoughts of sinning uh, in promiscuity uh shenay the pastor says shimshon al-aviv said his father Ota kakhli Take for me her Ota Why? Why does he want her? Ki hi Because she's straight in my eyes Meaning he was attracted to her So often what uh, in, in the world of uh, sensuality and promiscuity uh, the What happens is we look at things and that gives us thoughts of promiscuity So it says don't follow your eyes And that's also in the third paragraph of the Shema Atem zonim this that you, you, you follow, what is follow, zonim, zehirur avodazora. this is having thoughts of idolatry, and so it says, that they followed after baalim, which is avodazora, which is out of worship, the baal. So the reason why the third paragraph of Shema, which doesn't have to do clearly with Shema, doesn't mention Shopachav Gumecha. Nevertheless, it's got yetziat's Mitzrayim and another five very fundamental ideas And that's why it's mentioned as part of the daily Mm -hmm. saying Mm -hmm. of Shema Okay, and that's remember this whole this 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 last piece was all about what the koanim say uh, In the shakrit in the Beit HaMikdash. So now we're going to the Mishnah the last Mishnah in our Perik the first Perik of Brachot. We mention Yitzhiyat the coming out of Egypt, at night. Meaning we've got an obligation to remember that we came out of Egypt even at night time. And where does this come from? And these words I'm sure you'll recognize. I was like 70 years old. Velo velozachiti and i didn't merit chata merit yes has been and i didn't merit to understand why we should say shma why we should say uh, yetzetz mit raim at not ajdaish benzoma until i heard this drasha of benzoma chine mari as the puz says lemanti score et yom tzatcha you should remember the day that you came out of merit mit raim kol yemecha um, all the days of your life, you meant to remember that you come out of Egypt The pasuk saying the days of your life Hayamim refers to mentioning Yetzirah in the daytime Call Yamecha Yecha, all, the extra word all Halaylot uh, comes to include mentioning in that night And this is what Rebbe so Nazareth So In our brokha in boy shir, if you remember This was uh, where Rebbe Lazeb Nazareth became the nasi and he took on being the leader of the Sanhedrin and uh, he, um, he was only I think uh, 17 or 16 years old or 18 years old and uh, he was very young uh, and he miraculously grew uh, some grey hair in his beard to look older and that's what it means Kaven shivim shana I was like 70 years old that day when he became like 70 years old he looked older than he was that's when he heard the drosh of Benzoma to that a source for mentioning uh, Yitseres Mizraim, which we do at uh, in the Shema, the third paragraph of the Shema at night. The Chachamim say no, uh, that's not the source. Uh, that we mention Yitseres Mizraim in, in this world. Call the the extra word call all the days of your life Lavi comes to include the days of Mashiach that you'll even mention and remember Yetzirah mizraim once the the ultimate ge'ula has happened once Mashiach comes okay and this was the famous thing we mentioned in the Haggadah so the Gemara is going to go into it a bit Tanya the brightest tells us, Reb Ben Zoma said to the sages, "Why would we be mentioning the, the the coming out of Egypt in the times of Mashiach?" Remember, Ben Zoma was the one that said you, the call comes to include saying. Uh, yetzias Mizrach at night, whereas Chachamim say the call is coming to say, tell you you must mention yetzias Mizrach once Mashiach comes. And the the Chachamim say to Ben, uh, ben Zoma says to Chachamim, why would you um, remember or have to mention yetzias Mizrach once the ultimate redemption has come? Valok It's already said in another pasuk. Hina Behold, days are coming says Hashem. below and they won't say once those days come, Chai Hashem, as Hashem lives, We will not refer and remember that Hashem took us out of Egypt. rather we will say that Chai Hashem, Hashem lives, who brought us up and brought us to Ezerebeit the seed of Israel, Meeret from the northern land, and from all the lands, sham that we have been pushed there, that we have been exiled to there. Meaning, this is referring to Kibbutz Galiot, the gathering of the exiles. And this seems to tell us that once Mashiach comes and all the, all the exiles have been gathered, the, the spectacle is going to be so great, we're going to forget about. Hashem taking us out of Egypt rather we're going to refer to Hashem as the one who gathered the exiles which is a a greater miracle um, And a greater spectacle. So so that's what the what Ben Zoma asked Chachamim So Amru law. so Chachamim said to Ben Zoma Im koma. That source that you're bringing doesn't mean that we're going to uproot your Mishraim from its place completely the fact that we overcame the subjugation of the nations and, and Mashiach came and all the and gathering of exiles came that's going to be the ikar that's going to be the main thing we're going to talk about and the coming out of Egypt will still be mentioned but it will be a, mentioned as a secondary event um, and that's how the Chachamim respond to that source that Ben Zoma asked them. And we see something similar to this. Ata Omer, do you say, We're no longer calling Yaakov's name Yaakov. Rather, the Pasuk says, rather call Yaakov Yisrael. But yet, we see that we do call Yaakov, Yaakov, even after this. Command by Hashem to rather call Yaakov Yisrael. Because when Hashem tells tells Yaakov that you won't be called Yaakov, but rather you'll be called Yisrael, not that the name will be completely uprooted. Eli Yisrael Ikav Rather the name Yisrael will be your main name. And your secondary name will still be Yaakov. So too, when we're remembering Yitzhak Mishraim, once Mashiach comes, we will remember it. But that won't be the main thing that we're going to focus on. V'keinu Omer is another proof to show you that where Hashem says something won't happen, or something will change. It doesn't mean change completely. It means there'll still be remnants of the previous thing. V'keinu Omer, al tizkaru Rishonot um, el you will not remember the first things the first events and the early events you will not contemplate um, but you will remember them this that it says you shall not remember the first things that happened this is the referring to the subjugation by the nations that we were freed from but the original ones i.e. Babylon, Babel, um, Madai, Pers, you know, Achashverosh, the Persians, and Greece. Those three, um, once mm-hmm. those things, mm-hmm. we're going to forget about because Hashem doesn't command us to remember them. The Kadmoniot, but the earlier ones, Bonanu, Zu This means that you, you, you're not going to think a lot about Yetsemis Misraim because it will fail in comparison to the ultimate redemption, but nevertheless you'll still remember it. You just won't focus on it. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will sprout. And what is the the once we, this is a continuation of the Pasuk, what will we remember? It will be the war of Gogomagog, Magog, which is the war before the ultimate redemption. That is something that we'll we'll remember and we'll talk about how Hashem saved us um, from such a war. Okay. And Moshe uh, this whole thing is similar to a, uh, there's a metaphor a parable for this. Moshe what is this thing similar to? He was going on his way. And a wolf uh, met him uh, you know accosted him and he got saved from this wolf and he went around telling everybody about this incredible miracle of being saved from the wolf another time he, uh, a lion uh, met him on the road and he was saved from the lion and then he'd go around telling everybody about how he was saved from an ari and Later on, it also means, and the za'ev, meaning he had talked to you about the za'ev, about the hari, but both these things uh, were very meaningful to him that he had spread around. Once it happened, Pagabon Nachash, but then a snake happened upon him on the, on the road. And he was saved from the snake, and snakes are particularly dangerous. Interestingly, it seems more dangerous than a wolf or a lion. But uh, so the Gemara says, Shachach Masish the, the original occurrences of the ari of the lion and the wolf he, you forget about them and he would go around telling everybody how you're saved from this very dangerous snake and once he was talking about that he even forgot about the original lesser salvations so to the Jewish people tsarot Achronot Mishkachot Sarot Achronot the the latter pains and the tra- the later travails, Mishkachot et Arishonot, they cause the earlier ones to forget, for to to be forgotten. So that's the that's the khap. Um uh, and just as w- so it doesn't mean we'll completely forget about Yitzhak Mishraim but we will seemingly almost take out of our consciousness the fact that we are saved from the earlier um uh, persecutions like Babel Prasumadai and uh, Greece, but because Hashem commanded us to remember his says, Misraim, that we'll never forget completely. Now we're going back into the names of Avram, which uh, we mentioned, and um, we'll see because we mentioned Yaakov's name was changed to Israel, we're now going to mention Avram. Avram, who? Avraham. Um, Avram's name was, it became Avraham. In the beginning Ram, Avram, Ram The father of, of a place called Ram So he was, a, he was the leader of a, of a, of a, a, a city or a, a country called Ram Ram Naraim But then he became Avraham Which means Av Hamon Goim The father of many nations Sarai, same thing, her name was changed Why? Sarai, he Sarah um sarai became sarah but khila nasit sarai in the beginning she was called sarai wa lo omata because she was the princess of her nation sarai means my princess uluvasof now says sarah um ulam kulo. and in the end she was uh, called sarah um, because she became princess which refers to the her it refers to the whole world uh, being the princess of of many nations, just as Avram was the the father of many nations. Okay, so that Tani bar Kapara bar Kapara taught Avram Avram. Anybody that calls Avraham Avram, Oyver ba'asay, he transgresses a positive mitzvah. Why? Shnei Marit says, Vayya Shimcha Avram. Your name positively will be Avraham. So if you do not call him Avraham. You transgress a positive mitzvah. You're not doing what Hashem said you should do. Rabbi Elizar Omer Oivre He transgresses, not only does he transgress a positive mitzvah, but he also transgresses a negative mitzvah. Shneemar, as it says, od et Shimcha Avram. Your name will no longer, in the negative form, be called Avram. So you mustn't call Avram, Avraham, Avraham Avram, because positively you need to call him Avram, and negatively you shouldn't call him Avram but according to this, Sara, Sarai There should be a prohibition to call Sarai. Sar, uh, sorry, to call Sarah Sarai, and yet we don't see that it's one of the prohibitions to call her Sarai. Why? Wow, what's the difference? Hatam Hashem only said to Avraham, Sarai istachah lotikra et shema Sarai ki Sarah shema that mitzvah so to speak from Hashem to Abraham that he couldn't no longer call his wife Sarai and um, rather Sarah but it wasn't referring to everybody calling her uh, by Sarah and not Sarai obviously we should call her Sarah but if we do call her Sarai we're not transgressing a mitzvah uh, but we ask but according to this you shouldn't call Yaakov, Yaakov, because it says after that, his name will no longer be Yaakov, his name will be Yisrael. So the Gemara says, and yet we see that we do call him Yaakov and Yisrael. So it's, the Gemara says, Hatam sha, Shani Hatam, it's different there. Dahar, hadar, ahadrei the Pasuk comes back and calls him Yaakov, even after Hashem tells us, his name will no longer be Yaakov. Dichtiv as it says. Er lo Hashem said to Yisrael. In a vision at night. Er Yaakov, Yaakov. And he called him Yaakov Yaakov. So Hashem himself calls Yaakov Yaakov. And therefore we can also call him Yaakov. And there's a lot of Torah on why Yaakov had both aspects. Both Yaakov and Yisrael. And actually when we talk about the spiritual national aspects of Yaakov. We call him Ya Israel, when we talk about a more personal, um, physical aspect to Yaakov, we call him Yaakov. So Yaakov, being the third son, the third, uh, third uh, leg of the foundation of the Jewish people, he has both worlds in him. He has that physical, spiritual world. He's able to encompass it all, and therefore he's kept his old name as well. The Gemara says, "Mativ Rabbi Yosi bar Avin, Vitama Rabbi bar so, Rabbi Yossi Bar Avin or Rabbi Yossi Bar uh, bring a, a contradiction, a problem to this. You are Hashem who chose Avram. So, if you said by Yaakov that, that we can still call him Yaakov because Hashem called him Yaakov, then why? There's a later Pasuk that, refer, that also calls Avraham Avram. It says that Hashem. Who chose Avram? But Avram. So how come we can't call Avraham Avram if Hashem called him that? Have What or rather the context of that of that prophecy that's brought by the Navi is not saying that he's now called still called Avram. It's saying that Hashem um, it's it's the praise of Hashem. Um, that what was in the past, that um, he chose Avram. It doesn't mean he chose Avram, he chose Avraham when he was still Avram. So it's not saying he's now it's still in the old name, it's referring to a time in Avram's life and praising Hashem that he still chose Avraham when he was still Avram. Hadran Allah Well done, guys. for finishing the Perak incredible nachas oh gadi so to um see your name there my boy i hope Eretz israel going well great to see you bye, ashley bye, bye. Um, um so well done for finishing the the perikaz mazel tov um, and please god we'll go further and onwards just a, a note on sunday uh we 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 won't be having a shear i'm not in the area on sunday um, but uh, we've already gone into the next amud, and please God, on Tuesday and Thursday, normal time, uh, we'll 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 continue and finish Daf Yud Have a great day, a good Shabbos, uh, thanks, and a good Rob. weekend. Bye.